Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You're listening to My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. And uh, if you missed part of the show, Blinded by the Item, it's its own podcast. That just happened. You can download that anywhere you get your podcasts. If you could just like and subscribe, we would love that. Or, of course, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, the rest of the show. Okay, I wrote, I read this um, on NBC News' website this weekend. People are divided online over whether it's gross to sleep on stained yellowing pillows. <laughs> Uh, uh, people are divided over that? People are divided. Who, who thinks that's a good idea? Men. This is a men against women thing. Oh, great. So Yellow Pillow, it sort of blew up overnight because this guy on X, Twitter, he posted a picture of his yellow pillow. His name is Cam Thompson. And, um, you know, he said that this thing is magic. It's not my fault that the pillow is yellow and bestows upon me the most peaceful slumber. Now, it's racked up 55,000 likes in less than 24 hours, hundreds of replies, thousands of men posting pictures of their yellow stained pillows. That's vile. Um, Yeah, as a man, I would just like to clarify, not all men. (laughs) That's disgusting. Here are some of the comments. Part of being a man is using the same pillow since the age of 10 and never washing it. Ew. To me, it's my most comfortable pillow and a sign of a well-loved item. I've tucked it away into storage. I don't think I can bring myself to throw it out. The reason why he's tucked it away in storage, this original poster, is because his girlfriend said, you need to get rid of that thing. Yeah. So, And she should have burned it. She should have taken it while he was sleeping, replaced it with a brand new one. He would never have been the wiser. Oh, wow. I don't know. He might have. So, have First you... of all, is there not a pillowcase on the dumb thing? Well, that's what I was wondering. So uh, a lot of women were like, you guys, please, I beg men to buy new pillows. I never dated a man who didn't have at least one yellow pillow. A pillowcase even. A pillow protector, please. Yeah. Well, you must. I feel like that's basic, right? Like, if you date a man that doesn't have a pillowcase, I I would be concerned. Yeah, there's other dirty or a person. I don't want to just be gender specific. If you walk into a person's bedroom and uh, there's no pillowcase and you just see a crusty yellow pillow, (laughs) I think you should probably leave immediately because that's (laughs) how they're going to treat you. (laughs) Yeah. If it's dark and then you don't. If it's dark, it. then you don't care if there's pillows because yeah. you're just there to have sex. That's right. And be done. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, so this is not the first time this has come up. Uh, Reddit, they've debated this. You know, it's really just just know that all of that. Just if there's anybody out there that has one, <laughs> it is bacteria. That is your yeah. drool, sweat, and oil. Yeah. That's what it is. Oil, Dust sweat. Mites. If you have wet hair, that can get in your pillowcase yeah. and then through the pillow. And the reason why there's like 
blobs of stains. Okay. That is, <laughs> no, wait, that's drool. Yeah. That's a drool pool. Oh, sure. That is now turned into bacteria. Yeah, for you sure. You want acne? Even if you have a pillowcase, like eventually you, and I will say we just replaced our pillows not too long ago because we were both just like, oh, these pillows, I mean, they just get uncomfortable and after a while they just don't do what they used to. And you can't, like, no matter how often you wash pillows, they're just not going to be, yeah. you know, completely clean. It's true. It's true. We bought some pillows. Well, we bought a bed. And then with that, they were like, here, you get a $100 credit. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it just spent, you know, how buy many thousands. And so the only thing you can buy for $100 in that store, the mattress store, is a pillow. So MC got this pillow. And then I was like, I kind of like that pillow, too. So then I got one. But uh, they can be expensive. But you need to replace them. Pillows don't need to be expensive, though. Like, I get it. People, you know, people spend all sorts of money on all sorts of things. So who am I to judge? But, like, you don't... I didn't spend a ton on pillows, and they're perfectly comfortable. True. Yeah. I have a flat pillow and then the bigger pillow. Yeah. Two pillows. I have a crotch pillow. (laughs) No, I do. I bought, like, a pillow designed to put between your legs. Yeah. It's actually not even really a pillow. Like, you could put your head on it, but it's like a foam like crotch pillow crotch thing that it's not my crotch <laughs> to be clear it goes between my knees yeah because here when you turn 40 it's just things like, happen with I your body like you understand the importance well, of putting women, some difference between or some space between your legs you pregnant women like if you if you have to put a pillow between your legs or you just it really messes up your back so mm. it keeps your back aligned and sure. i think that's when a lot of will because your doctor will tell you hey do this it'll help your back yeah sure so. absolutely well yeah. and then you can get neck pillows that are specifically designed to you know i mean there's all sorts of things you can get those whole body pillows no i have two pillows and a crotch pillow <laughs> Every i only use one and jamie uses two pillows he, but he would use three if he could. He would have two pillows under his head and then one to hold on to. Yeah, why doesn't he? Doesn't he? Because I don't let him. Excuse me. Yeah, there's why not enough you... room. Oh my gosh! I I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> that sounds really judgy. But I don't like hold? all of that. Well, he what he does is turns the one pillow. It's I just don't want. First of all, it's my pillow. Oh. We have two pillows the, the, each. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah, of course. So he wants to use yeah. my other pillow. And I'm like, no, because I don't. We have a dog in the bed. So they're like th- two people and a dog. It takes up a lot of that room. That dog's small. And then I end up falling off the side of the bed. Oh, and she ain't small. When she lays in our bed, she lays long ways. No. And so she's like, you know. She stretches out. She's all stretched. People with dogs in bed, you know, they will literally squeeze you out of the bed with like and you're like i don't understand we're in a king size bed yeah we're two normal sized adult humans yeah maybe a little bit bigger than average um but with all them pillows man gets to be too much so you don't have some space his own huggy pillow trust me you could get him a squishmallow that's what i use between my legs yeah what is that i have a squishmallow too what are squishmallows i got a couple of those yeah those are stuffed animals. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, and but, they, but they're, they're super like soft, soft and squishy. That's kind of like the thing you, I'd put between my legs. Yeah, that's because it's saying. real squishy. Yeah, I use Rosie between my legs. Okay, I got one for under my elbow so I can scroll on my social while I'm. Oh, bed. I like that. Oh, what's your squishmallow? I have a Pusheen squishmallow. What the, the heck little is a Pusheen? Cat one. 
Oh, Pusheen. Pusheen. It's a cat. It's a cat. Yeah. Oh, you said that like, <laughs> uh, obviously, it's, it's a, a cat. It's a Japanese thing. Like, we should know. Yeah. Nobody knows what that is. I have a narwhal. Of course Pusheen they do. Too. Yeah. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. I got a little collection. I just outed myself. Hey, look. It's fine. I have there's a no shame in that game. I have one that's just a piece of bread. <laughs> a piece of bread? It's bread. <laughs> but not actual bread. No. No. It's actually a jelly cat, which is another <sighs> brand of squishy stuffed animals. So it's like a knockoff? It's a bread. Pushmel- it's a piece squish- of bread. Pushmallow? Squishmallow. Squishmallow. Squishmallow is like the... Uh, the the thing the like the poofy stuff thing and then pusheen is like my brand oh got it got the, it the character that I have mm-hmm. got it yeah yeah square uh, rectangle pusheen is uh, the same oh gosh this is really I like the idea the of under my elbow though because I'm always scrolling on my phone and I swear that's why I have tennis elbow you need a squishmallow yeah I'll but I can't because I'm telling you there's too much in our bed oh, there's too God. much stuff. a little one they have different sizes okay you know. We're trying to I, push I have our like three different. I have them. three different sizes. Do you know what what would happen if I came home with a squishmallow? It he would that would I would not do? be allowed. I was in the just going to say I didn't think that he would allow a squishmallow. He would not allow that in the house. Oh. And again, I say allow. I rotate mine. I, I'm allowed to do whatever yeah. the hell I want. But if you don't want the <laughs> grief, then you know what not to do. You understand. Oh my gosh, that sounds like. <laughs> It's the price you pay for love. (laughs) There are battles you choose and others you don't. And that is not a battle I'm willing to have. That's why I keep purchases in my trunk. I know. He buys things and then hides it in his trunk. I put it in my trunk. Ah, And then he moves it Jamie, if he were listening right now, would call in and be like, yeah, I know. I know about the trunk. He's like, I'm not stupid. (laughs) I bought a grain mill and thought he wouldn't notice. Oh, God. (laughs) He was like, he walked in one day and he was like, how are you what grinding is... your own grain? And you go, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I was using I it. I thought he trash. would just walk by. Oh, you just would walk by goes, and not notice. What is that? That you're milling your own flour. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Just be delicious. What is it? What is that from? Just be delicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. That's like a TikTok thing. It's a TikTok thing. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know. I know. You'd see it on Reels. I bet yeah. you'd see Reels. it on Reels for sure. I don't do sure. TikTok. I do Reels. The yeah, yeah. off-brand. Don't be suspicious. Don't be... When you're trying to hide stuff, you know. <laughs> oh, it's getting warm in here. We got to go to break. <laughs> All right. So from, bad. from grubby pillows. Yeah, gross yellow pillows. Get rid of them. Gross yellow pillows. Sometimes... Oh, here's another great hiding trick. Mm-hmm. If you have an office that's like on mm-hmm. my desk, everything is a nightmare. Yeah. You just put things on that nightmare pile. And they don't and even they look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nightmare pile. When we come back, peen at 1.15. Yes. Dawn has a dirty story for us about Wikipedia right here. There are radio stations that special. <laughs> I'm falling apart. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. You guys, thank you for joining us. It's Monday. We hope you had a good weekend. It was beautiful outside. And, Enjoy um, it because it ain't coming <laughs> until God. April. Oh, just tra- reminiscing about the weekend. It's okay. Just nothing to see here. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I have a story here, but I think we need to start since it's this time. We need to start it with this. It's one fifteen. Let's talk about beef, Brad and Don. Let's talk. I couldn't hear that enunciation. It's peen. Yeah, it peen. almost was like mean. 
which we probably do that at 115 too. <laughs> well, why are we talking peen at 115 today, Don? You know, I usually don't click on anything about Elon Musk because I'm just tired of him and I can't believe that this human being runs companies and has so much money. Yeah. Nobody well, else is. To this. be fair, he's been very successful in other companies, yeah. just not the Twitter one. It's just awful. Um, so he went on X and, um, I'm just going to call it Twitter. Uh, he offered the online encyclopedia website of Wikipedia a billion dollars. Whoa, that's awesome. They need money. Every time I click over to Wikipedia, they're like, give us money. Well, that is their thing. And he um, he pointed that out. He also pointed out that he doesn't know where that money is going and it can't possibly go to what they're saying. He wants them. He will give them a billion dollars if they if they change their name to Schmickopedia with a D. Oh, hence Peanut One Fifteen. Right. Okay, so Schmickopedia being like Wienerpedia, yeah, but or with a D. Willypedia, yeah. Dongopedia, yes, Ding Dingly Dang Doodoopedia, yeah. Okay, so, so they billion. wait. So they will give. He will give Wikipedia a billion dollars, like forever of all time. They have to change their name because that seems no. Like, ridiculous. No, somebody said, "Oh my gosh, Wikipedia, just do it and change your name back after you get the money." And he corrected, uh, one year minimum. I mean, I'm not a fool. Oh, okay. So for one year, Wikipedia would have to rebrand themselves as D. Yeah, I would do that. I think this has everything to do. with I would the totally. Fact that you could call me <laughs> D Bradley. No kidding. For a billion dollars for one year. <laughs> I know. I'll put it on my driver's license. I mean, who cares? Change my birth certificate. Exactly. This could solve all their money problems forever. They did point out that, listen, we do actually handle 25 billion pages be a billion well, page can views a you, month can I ask and you, 44 million page edits a month. I would like to ask you a question about why we're here. Uh-huh. I can tell you. So like he got mad because on his Wikipedia page uh, there is okay. a cow emoji and then a poop emoji. Why? Somebody edited it and put that on there. Elon Musk and it's like cow and poop. Well, is it still like that? He said please add that to the cow and poop emojis on my wiki page. I will give them a billion dollars if they change their name to D Word Ipedia. Okay, so now I'm going to the Wiki. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wikipedia page for Elon Musk and I don't see a poop emoji. Mm, maybe they took it down. 
Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. So here's the thing. People love to love and love to hate on Wikipedia. And I'm over here just like, it's an open source website. It's kind of cool in that. Very it, cool. It is relative. Like, you have I to don't check know what the sources. No, no, no. Of course. And it, 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 but it is very hard to actually get false information. And I don't want to speak without knowing the truth. But generally speaking, my understanding has been, even with the slight involvement I've ever had with Wikipedia, if you intentionally try to change something to mm-hmm. incorrect information mm-hmm. or a lie or slander or something, the people who, the open source people who are connected, um, creators or whatever they call them, a, account mods. fiddlers, bots, mods, mods. Yeah, fiddlers. thank you, fiddlers, people who fiddle <laughs> account online, fiddlers, account fiddlers. What <laughs> is your <laughs> job? That's on my LinkedIn account. <laughs> they are account fiddlers. Well, that's a banjo, but anyway. Um, they're really quick to change things and be, or say like citation needed or mm-hmm. like so. To your point, um. It just feels like if he got aggrieved, like sit back and wait and somebody will correct the record. It's fine. You're talking to Elon Musk. Yeah. I mean, he. So you're is... saying this is just motivated by his ego. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so they butted heads before. Um, he, it looks like, criticized or uh, the Wikipedia co-founder Jimmy Wales criticized Elon for his decision to restrict certain content on X in the lead up to um, Turkey's presidential election. Okay. All right. So they got into it over that. Um, and then he tweeted his intentions to create a website named Pravda where the general public could rate the core truth of any article. Well, yeah, and track, being, you know, and track the credibility score of journalists, editors, media. and their publications. So he's just not he's just flexing his ego, and it's personal. It so, is. So, it's always personal. How does he run companies? Yeah. Well, again, I think it depends on like what he's singularly focused on. If he's singularly focused on good, turns out he could do some good. If he's singularly focused on his ego, turns out bad idea. He should be singularly focused on Tesla. Okay, why? Because of his antics. You know, sometimes the stock doesn't do well. So, you know, people that are involved on a financial level aren't really happy with that. So I think that he should focus on that. Just, he has so many companies and does so many things. It's like, just for him to take this amount of time on this makes me worry. Like, how do you not operate at a high level with no shenanigans, (laughs) like how do you run so many co- companies and create new ideas? If yep. you're spending time scrolling through, trying to figure out how to troll Wikipedia, it's just bizarre to me. Yeah, I think he just gets know. hooked on certain things and stuck on certain things until he moves along to some other shiny object. Not to mention all the babies he makes. <sighs> when does he have time to do that? He does have lots of children. Oh my goodness! I I just think the world is bizarrely fascinated with him in a way that seems out. It outkicks. Uh, the importance I think he truly has. Yeah. The fascination with him yeah. confounds me. Nonetheless, you know what doesn't confound me? The love and adoration of Great British Bake Off, which is why we're going to talk about it when we come back. Dawn Yay. and I will give our episodic recap. We like to call it Talk On Bake Off. We'll do that when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. 
Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. They've been there for over four decades. Why? Because they're really good at what they do. I was talking to a friend about them just this morning, actually, and the word that kept coming up was stress-free and hassle-free. When you trust your vehicle with someone, you want to make sure it's going to be as stress-free, as trouble-free as humanly possible. Why? Because it's your car. It's the thing that gets you from point A to point B every day. And if you've got problems, well, um, that means you're not getting to and from. Whether it's work, school, or appointments, family, you name it. So, you need to have someone you can trust who can take care of your vehicle. The person I trust and the person I take my vehicle to, Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works. Right over in St. Anthony, they are the real deal hometown heroes. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Mention my talk. You get a free maintenance and safety inspection. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Um, So every Friday night on Netflix, we get a new episode of The Great British Baking Show or The Great British Bake Off. That is what we like to call it, even though Pillsbury in the United States actually. I don't know where Mike keeps that sound effect, so I'm just going to do this one. Okay. We're going to go out of the pond, Dawn, to talk about our favorite British show of late. Even though we like all the British shows, usually. Um, We're going to talk on about Bake Off. That's right. You have to do it in a really obnoxious British accent, though. Hello, Dawn. What did you love this week? We give no spoilers, by the way. So while we will talk about the episode, we're not going to tell you that all of the cast members went home this week. Oh, Oh, my gosh. No. um, Okay. So we had Bread Week. We had... uh, I've forgotten all the weeks. Biscuit week. What was the second one? Uh, cake or cake week was first. Cake, biscuit week biscuit, and then bread week. Bread. And this week we had chocolate week. Leah, do you watch Bake Off? No, I have in the past, but okay. I'm not watching this season. Not okay, a huge gotcha. fan. I'm a culturally aware non-attender. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, as I imagine lots of our audience. So, Dawn, mm-hmm. chocolate week. Big deal. How do you feel about chocolate? Let's just do the thing that we always do, which is imagine ourselves participating on Great British Bake Off, failing miserably. Although maybe not as bad as some people would imagine because we have a spirit and a heart and two hands. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In general. If somebody said to you, you're doing chocolate week, Mm -hmm. how would you react? I would go, that's fantastic. Are you going to stick to what chocolate really is and not throw in almond bark as a whole Frickin' part of it. I don't want white chocolate. That is not chocolate. Oh, okay. So you're bitter about the episode. I, I just meant like if somebody said to you. If I you, was on it. Yeah. yeah. If you had to do chocolate week, how would you feel about it? I would feel great about it. So you think chocolate. I Chocolate would be the most complicated, difficult, oh. and annoying episode. The one thing to do a mirror glaze on and temper the chocolate. Have chocolate. you made a lot of chocolate stuff before? I have. Yes. Okay. Yes. Specifically, I have sort of PTSD from trying to make an opera cake with Ian from, I don't remember what season he's from. Don has taken these classes online with former Ah. members of the Great British Bake Off. And it was So you you would have been fine with Chocolate Week. I would have been fine, except I still don't know, you know, 
it's like you can do it the same way both times and one will turn out and one won't. Yeah. Chocolate seems so fiddly to me. I like the thought it, I would have heart palpitations like bread week. Fine. Cake week. Fine. Biscuit week. Fine. Like doesn't mean I think I would do great, uh-huh. but at least I would feel like I had a grasp on what I was trying to accomplish. Like mm-hmm. I understand the principles. Chocolate, when they talk about tempering chocolate and you got to get it to this temperature and that, and then you got to get the thing with the thing and don't and do the, the molds. Oy so vey. this is like a chocolatier thing, not just like a chocolate exactly. ganache or, you know, melting exactly. stuff, but like a, a, yeah. a confectionery. So the chocolate things they had to make included some things like that, like a ganache. Uh, like what was the signature bake? I forget. Chocolate tort. Yeah. So okay. that would be fun, right? Like I could see making a chocolate tort. But, I got a go-to recipe for that. I feel pretty comfortable with that. Okay, sure. all yeah. right. But then you get to like, you know, they want to see what chocolate arts you have, talents you have, and like molds and things. I'm like, the mold never goes well. Mm. Nobody ever gets their thing out of a mold easily. No. They always break. Like this woman, so I don't remember, I can't remember what, uh, she's she's beautiful, delightful, very nice. I can't remember her name off the top of my, uh, the tip of my tongue, but... She had those chocolate leaves mm-hmm. that she did in a mold. Uh-huh. Was and it Christy? Sure. Yeah, Christy. Yeah. And every one she popped out broke. And I was like, did you not do this during practice? She did. And she told them when they came around to visit with her about what she was doing. She said, I've never gotten these out completely yeah. where so they like, didn't break. Why are break. you doing them? No. Well, guess what? That would she be ended me. up not putting them on there. No, I know. It's like, yeah, it's not going to work. Now, if it w- didn't work at home, it's not going to work in a hot tent. Exactly. Now, I want to bring you back to the thing that you said at the beginning, which was you are bitter about, which is hilarious, <laughs> chocolate. Bitter chocolate. I'm always bitter about this. About... First of all, it's not almond bark, but I know what you mean. It's white chocolate. White chocolate. So you don't think white chocolate is chocolate? It is not. Okay. It's not. You know, there are there is cocoa butter in it, mm-hmm. which comes from cacao, that's, which is chocolate. That's fine, but I just I just think it goes against... T- I'm fine if they were like, you need to incorporate white chocolate into this, but like... To make the whole thing the only chocolate in that um, in the technical challenge was white chocolate, and it was really a cheesecake. So tell us what the challenge was. Um, it was a white chocolate cheesecake. They had to take biscuits and crumble them up for a crust, and then they had to caramelize white chocolate in bursts in the microwave. I thought this was really fiddly and stupid. This was like, oh boy. I mean, <laughs> like, it would harden to a brick and be too dark. They'd have to start over. Which I get why they do that, right? Because that is a layer of complexity. Because if everybody had an equal shot at a relatively low stakes recipe, mm-hmm. it's not going to provide as much fun on TV. But I get your point. I I, I did say to Jamie when we were watching it... Um, like, this seems stupid. Like, it's too fiddly. It had so many elements. They had to make jam. They had to Which make... has nothing to do with chocolate. No, none of it had anything to do with chocolate. And also, that dessert just seemed like if somebody made that, I'd be like, oh, that's cool that you made that. But, like, who has ever heard of, like, a caramelized chocolate... Caramelized white chocolate... Cheesecake with... Cheesecake with... Black uh, currant black... jelly. Yes, there's exactly. too many things going on there. There was like there were like six things they had to make, and I'm fine with that if they weren't adds chocolate. Yeah, there wasn't any well, real. Well, she chocolate. would say it's white chocolate, but I get it. Oh God, I get it. Yeah. What about the uh, the rest of the episode? Anything speak out to you? Okay, this always freaks me out. The and you just talked about this, so this was an edible chocolate box 
cake. So they had to create a cake and then it had to not be in a box like Duncan Hines, Leah. Sorry. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> like a cake. And then inside of cake it in a box is like a chocolate box where maybe there are holes where you can see the cake in there. Um, you have people that create molds. And those were great. But then the people that don't do molds, which molds are difficult, but the people who try to construct with like honey and they're trying to like glue it together with caramel, it's just always going to fall over and collapse. Why? Because the tent is always hot. Yeah. This is not an air conditioned tent. It's open air. There's a, of course, screen. So bugs don't get in, but you guys. Also, we're talking about Great British Bake Off. We're about, what is that? Four episodes in. Mm -hmm. And... I love the thing you can tell the reason, you know, they're in uh, England, the United Kingdom, is that like I think the week before they were all wearing winter coats <laughs> and this week they were all like sweating bulls. Yeah. And yeah. like it's all filmed consecutively. So that that just shows you like the weather variation. It'll be like torrents of rain one day. Yeah. And then it'll be hot as bulls. Yeah. And some then, of them had sweaters on and it was like 97. Yeah. Yeah. I I could not. That, but I like, I do like that they have that layer of complexity. Because mm-hmm. if everybody was given pristine conditions, mm-hmm. nobody lives like that. No. Nobody bakes like that. So it's nice to have a little bit of, you know. It is. I love the fact that they have to do it in, I, I, to practice, I would be, I mean, they just you'd do be, this on the weekends, you'd but be I would like be out outside. In, like in a Target parking lot, like I, on the hot asphalt. <laughs> I would be Trying on to get my your porch with my own like oven. I would have the stove out on the porch. Yeah. I would, yeah, and try to cover it every night with like a grill guard so it doesn't get rusted from the rain. So, was there anything where you're like, "Oh, I never would have done this during this week's <sighs> for the chocolate boxes"? Were there any that spoke to you? I just think that in general, if people they want to impress the judges. But I think it's better to do a little bit of like, ooh, this is my style and keep it simple. Like, do not add booze. Don't add rose water. Those two things well, first don't of all, ever never do add it. Rose water because you're never going to get it right and it's always yeah. going to go horribly wrong. And did you notice that the people who added booze to their torts, it was so much booze that they're like, Prue couldn't even eat it. And she yeah. loves. Well, I think because everybody watches. And they see that Prue loves to get liquored up, or she that's does. the joke. I mean, it's and a so joke. everybody wants to, like, you know, pay homage to. So her, I say, her don't do habit. it because it's either going to be not enough or too much. You well, can't that, get it right. Here's here's where, like, I I think it is. This is what I do love is that to that point, if you watch the show on a regular basis, they're always harping on flavor. If you're going to put something in it, mm-hmm. make sure we can taste it. Right. And I think that that's actually a really good thing to to like bring home and that like you can take on yourself if you like to cook yourself because everybody wants to impress with fancy and like 20 different things in yeah, there. You, you're not going to If have you can't time. make an amazing cake without uh, a fancy flavor... Like, you need to do that first. Thank and then you. once you can do yes. that, then you can add the mm-hmm. fancy flavor. But don't try to mask your crappy cake mm-hmm. with rose water, some highfalutin, like rose water, blueberry crunch, <laughs> souffle, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, just throwing words at stuff no. is not going to. No, I just. Uh, and if you do decide to, like, we're talking to future Bake Off stars here. Um, if we're you giving do advice. Decide, this is our free PR <laughs> advice free, for Bake Off. If you haven't watched the show, learn how to do all the basic things first, okay? 
like know how to make biscuits, know how to, because even to this day with how many seasons there are, there are still people that say, oh, I've never made. It's usually well, a lot of times. Yeah, it'll be like that or it'll be like bread. Just a custard. Like I just don't like bread. I like don't. if you're going on to Bake Off, you're going to have a whole week of bread. Well, like that one guy. Who was like, oh, I graduated college. I didn't have time to practice my oh, thing. Yeah, this week. Like, I get it. But, yeah. dude, don't do something you've never practiced before. Yeah. Which he said he did. Yeah. Which he told them. Mm-hmm. How he squeaked by? Mm, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Yeah. That's controversial. <laughs> um, well, you know, and also back to the adding liqueur, liqueur. You need to, if you do that, you need to have like at least 10 people taste it and tell you. That's a variety of people. Like, is it too much for you? Is it not enough? Like, do do 20 people. I don't know. I would get people and say, taste this. What do you taste in this? Right. Don't tell them. Don't give them suggestions because if they can't come up with it on their own, chances are, I mean, unless they have COVID knows, you know, they're (laughs) make sure you got some good tasters. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, that was I did have a good time. It sounds like I was really mad. No, it's just the white anybody chocolate. who watches Bake Off oh, understands, honey. We all have strong opinions when we're sitting on the couch. Like, how do you people not know you shouldn't do this? <laughs> yeah. What are you? <laughs> I know. You know Don't amateurs you know how to make a custard. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh god, my last loaf of bread was real unhappy, oh. or whatever it is. You know, yeah. It's, it's always it's always easier. When do you know on the couch. that? Um, for Mike's birthday on Friday, we got him a cake. His birthday's actually today, and that's why he's gone. But we got him a cake, and then I went that same day and got the same cake. Why? For my boyfriend. Oh, that's so. Sweet. I bought two just for of the, the heck exact of it? same cakes because it was his birthday the day before. Oh, okay. So yeah. So and did we you didn't love get it? A, oh yeah. It was nothing but cake. Nothing but cake, and yeah. we ate it all weekend. Did you get the same flavor? Yes. So yeah. I went to two different nothing bunt cake stores and oh got the same cake in one day. Yeah, well, Isn't that funny? That's the beauty. All right. When we come back, shady, shady, pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Actually, shady refers to Arena Shake mm-hmm. and Tom Brady. Yeah. We'll tell you why when we come back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Hi, guys. Happy Monday to you. Thank you for joining us. If you missed any of the show, you can always download that in podcast form from our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, there's publication ships galore going on. And, you know, Bradley Cooper, he's always trying to, um, you know, have somebody with him at award shows to maybe... Just be there with him, models, generally. And uh, we got to find out what's going on with Shady. Yeah, we're not talking about Bradley Cooper, though, but we are going to talk about Tom Brady and Tom Arena Brady. Shake. Tom oh, Brady. yes, Yeah, yes, because yes. remember, Shady, Shady, married lady, not so fast. Tom Brady and Arena Shake allegedly, supposedly, were dating. And we saw them together, and we were like, oh, this is interesting, because we know that Arena Shake has previously been in a publationship, which is why I think your mind went straight to Bradley Cooper. We can talk a little bit about that in a second. But what I wanted to say is, most recently, you'll remember, we heard, or we didn't hear, we saw pictures of them being in separate areas of their lives, apart, not together. And we thought, oh, that's interesting. And the tabloids were suggesting things are you know, there's some trouble in paradise or publicationship paradise because these two are doing their own thing. He's on a yacht shirtless 
and she was i don't know what she was doing what was she doing again she Anybody was remember? like in close proximity to New York City where uh, Bradley and uh, Gigi were. Went- exactly, exactly. So that was the rumor and innuendo. Well, score another one for the blinds because according to TMZ, it's over. And um, Leah, you you gave us a... No, I touched on this in our Dirt Alert earlier, you, yeah. You touched on this in the Dirt Alert that TMZ reported that apparently, according to a source or sources connected to these two, things eventually fizzled out between Bradley Cooper, excuse me, now I'm doing it, Tom Brady, and <laughs> Arena Shake. They're both Shake. so handsome, it's they okay. They are. Well, and they both have been with Arena Shake. Yeah. But apparently the son... I'm just going to read to you what the source says. Um... Sources connected to the former pair tell TMZ the two eventually fizzled out after some time together. No drama or scandal. It just came to an end. The signs have been on the wall recently that things were likely over as each has spent a lot of time in separate cities, which is interesting because to me, that's not always the case. Like, I don't know if you know this. You can still be in a relationship with someone and be in separate cities. Yeah, sometimes it works better. Uh, it's I, I'm married to a flight attendant. I can agree with that. Okay, yeah. see, right? And but you know, if that were the case, people would constantly be calling you like Leah. Are things okay? Yeah. I know your husband is in Mark's a different in city. Amsterdam again. What's going <laughs> on? What's going on? A source says that he's in Amsterdam. So it makes me think like something that it, again. It tells me that this is something greater, like they decided they were going to go their separate ways. But I think the true mark of a publationship or to know when celebrities are actively engaged in a publationship that is far more concerned with publicity than with their actual love for one another is when you hear that, oh, there was nothing big. Mm-hmm. They just went separate directions. That to me is always the mark of like a more publicity forward publicationship meaning they were just looking for headlines because they don't need to have any animus between them because it was just kind of kind of a business deal that didn't work out and i'm sorry it's already over it just started yeah it's been like five minutes i mean for sure. seriously yeah. <laughs> they were seen together maybe once yeah or twice but again if there was not an attempt to use that relationship for publicity we wouldn't know about it until right exactly like they would have been the fact that it was doors. brought to our attention yes the fact that we were taken on the journey mm-hmm. the fact that we were then told that things have fizzled out but there's no hard feelings all of those things were planted not by tabloids who have nothing better to do because mm. let's be clear they're not paying actual journalists to go out and do investigative journalism on the active relationships of celebrities somebody was reaching out to them and saying hey these two are hanging out. They may be together. Yeah. And it's just sort of like maybe they're publicists. So why do you think they went in separate directions, Dawn? Um, I, I there's no right answer, by the way. Yeah. I, you know, was, I mean, let's just say it's a real relationship, which it's not. But could it be that he was like, here's another beautiful model that'll make Giselle jealous? You know. Could be. I mean, at the same yeah. time when all these rumors started, uh, there was an interview with Giselle. Remember, it just all happened at one time. Yeah, um, yeah but, she had like a big spread in some magazine. Yep, she did. Yeah, she was on, was she on the Today Show or CBS Sunday Morning? Something CBS like Sunday that. Morning, that's I right, think, yeah. That's right. Uh, and then we were all kind of thinking, what does she think? You know, it just happened that that was all 
it yeah. all started that same weekend, really. It just gives him some positive press, right? It shows him out and about. Shows it keeps his name on. and highlights. And remember, he is you know embarking on a media career. Uh, which also came on the heels of what? An announcement that he's got this like big ass partnership with Delta. Mm-hmm. So usually we say publicity or publication ships are used for publicity, obviously. And traditionally with actors, it would be to like get your name out there for roles and have people's like people thinking of you when they're working on projects and things. But for someone like a Tom Brady, like he's trying to be a media person. Yeah. So to have your name out in headlines and a reason for the tabloids to follow you. It that's not rocket science. Right. So to have to be dating Arena Shake and they probably did go on a date or something. Yeah, maybe they did. You know, you know, like maybe they've been friends before. We don't know. Yeah. But like it served them both. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what she's up to. Um, I haven't done my she's homework. Not, she I, I mean, she's just not doing a lot except for being with tom brady (laughs) but i guarantee there's something i mean she hasn't causing controversy by making comments online about political things no that was Gigi, right that was Gigi. yeah i'm saying she's not doing that oh okay so uh because you know there are rumors that bradley cooper was hanging out with Gigi, but isn't anymore because it just was problematic for him yeah became problematic but then we saw and this is what'll be interesting is to see if that does continue because you were saying in a dirt alert leah yeah so you know they were saying that they thought they were you know falling apart but these recently published uh paparazzi pics he's wearing the shirt from like her her line, her line of her clothes. line of clothes which maybe he got it for free i mean maybe he's a dude and he's just like here's maybe this. He's, he's like, like here's a we gift we agreed pack. on three different posts that you would do yeah. with maybe. my line and so i'm fulfilling the rest of my obligation yeah, it could yeah. be well because the rumor was and this is why you brought up uh bradley cooper is that the rumor was they were going to be on the red carpet together mm-hmm. that remains to be seen for award season that and then is let's Gigi enter suki waterhouse but back maybe arena shake will come back yeah suki waterhouse well her and robert pattinson what is that you know? ha- now don't confuse people <laughs> now that She's we have to leave when we come back here on the adventures of bradley and dawn halloween hey do you love or do you hate haunted houses? 651-641-1071. We're talking 